Today is December 11th, 2020. This is episode 100 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Okay, we're back. It feels honestly so weird to be back with all of you after a week off. Today, right now, is the beginning of season two of Back to Normal. And I really am so glad you're here. Now, today, um, like I discussed in episode 99, we're changing the, the format of the show from a daily show to a weekly show. And that means that there's going to be so much more stuff to cover every show because we're doing seven times less of them. Now, um, that was going to be true. There was going to be a chance to talk about different stuff, chance to do slightly longer episodes, let everything breathe a little bit. And then everything in the world has the audacity to take the, the six days in between the release of the last episode and this episode to just have everything happen. And so there's just so much to talk about today. And the first thing, of course, the conceit of the show back to normal is talking about, um, you know, all the steps and things that will happen to eventually get us back to normal. And we found out earlier this week that the Pfizer vaccine for COVID-19 has been approved for use in Canada. We also heard late yesterday that the final step to get U.S. approval is that the FDA has to approve it. But the group of scientists, the task force or whatever it was that was reviewing the vaccine, I think for the FDA, officially recommended that um, they approve it for uh, emergency use. And basically all that means is that because the, I think the goal of if it's anything like the Canadian system, the goal of this advisory panel is to convene, look at all the evidence and then make a formal recommendation um, to the FDA. And then the FDA looks at that and then basically rubber stamps it and says, yes, we agree that the, this group has said yes. Now it's yes. And so basically North America is going to start getting this vaccine, specifically this vaccine next week. And that's super, super excited, uh, exciting. And I am excited. Basically, what I've learned is that the week I stop doing daily episodes, is the week we get vaccines approved. And basically, I guess I'm saying you're welcome. Anyways, um, yeah, it's really great. We're basically finding out. Um, I think what they said was because the Pfizer vaccine is the first one out, but it's also one that needs um, or at least has only been tested um, at like minus 80 degrees Celsius. It needs to be super, super cold in storage. And um, so the only places that are going to get the initial doses because this is all the infrastructure we have set up already, um, are big cities. And basically what that means is that shipments are moving right now. Like literally, as you're listening to this right now, shipments are moving. Um, and we found out that in Ontario, Toronto and Ottawa will be getting the first batch of doses. Um, that's 6,000. And they're going to be allocated to healthcare workers and those people working in long-term care homes. And the reason that they're going that direction for the very, very first batch um, is kind of partly um, you know, as thanks for all their hard work for the last almost year now, um, and partly just logistically, because these people are going to be, they're working in hospitals and, or they're able to get to a hospital. And like I said, the vaccine needs to be super, super cold, um, basically right up until it's given, which means that the, they're basically shipping these directly to big cities because that's where the transportation hubs are and basically taking them straight to hospitals, which is another place where they have this kind of cold storage. And so while the, ultimate plan is to have vaccines kind of be given out in clinics and everywhere and like in smaller batches like that. Um, these first few are basically going to go 3,000 uh, doses to Toronto and 3,000 doses to Ottawa. 
So I mean, that's just great. Um, I also heard Alberta because that was the other big um, province I looked at. They're getting 4,000 or something vaccines. And um, yeah, they're going to Calgary and Edmonton. So same thing. Um, the big the biggest cities are getting it because they're the ones that ha- already have the infrastructure to handle and give out these um, ultra, ultra cold vaccines. They don't need to be ultra cold when they can like they shouldn't be ultra cold. If, they're, if you're injecting something that's minus 80 into your into your skin, don't do that. Um, they just need to be ultra cold, like up until like one or two days before they're given out. And so all that is awesome. Apparently, I was I had a question. Um, I was really intrigued to see how the distribution because with the Pfizer vaccine, you need there's actually only one vaccine. I think it's the Johnson and Johnson one. Um, but the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine need to be to like in their tests to be most effective. Um, you need a booster. So you need two doses of the vaccine three weeks apart. And so I was really interested to see how the distribution of the second round um, of shots will be handled, because basically um, you don't just need to make one appointment. You need to make two appointments and you need to like presumably it doesn't matter if they're exactly two weeks or three weeks apart. They just need to be kind of like you're not fully protected, you're not as protected as you would be with just the first one. Um, you The second one makes it better. and so you need to basically have that second one planned when you get the first one and you need a dose of the like a second dose to be available when you need it. And so like, do you I was wondering, like, do you just handle this when you work in public service? You end up really overthinking these kinds of things. And, and now that we're into the implementation details of how this actually is going to work, that's all I can really think about. Um, so do you just give people the benefit of the doubt, like you say, oh, yeah, you're here now getting your first dose. Um, it's whatever December 1st, cause that's really easy to calculate. Say come back December 21st or 22nd and, and we'll give it to you. Is that, is that how they do it? And basically give people the expectation that they're doing it right. Or is it because it's so tightly controlled? Um, like do you need to track it? Do you need appointments? And it turns out, um, based on Alberta, which I'm assuming is how, um, most places in Canada are going to do it, um, is that when you get the first one, they'll make an appointment right away for the second one. And um, I mean, that makes complete sense. It would be really great. And I don't know if this will work logistically because it's really hard. But basically what they were saying is um, this, these first sets of doses are basically going to go ha- like to the same. There's 3000 doses in Ottawa, for example. Those 3000 doses mean that 1500 people are going to get two doses instead of 3000 people getting one. And then the next shipment, 3000 getting a second. And now I understand why you would do that, because what if there's delays in getting that second one, then you're that those people are potentially getting less protection than they would. Um, but it would be way better logistically if there weren't if half the doses that we were giving out weren't just sitting there waiting for those people to have time pass. Um, I'm not sure exactly if they're going to kind of once if maybe if once they get more, they can start giving the second um, half of those. They don't just have to leave them sitting there. But honestly, it, I'm just glad that this is starting to happen. It does still seem like we're probably not out of the woods based on people's behavior, based on the fact that some people are either not able or unwilling to, um, you know, stay isolated and stay out of large groups and and stop having big events. It does seem like we're not getting out of this until we have herd immunity. And honestly, I'm just looking forward to a time when we all realize that this is starting to happen and people who are vaccine skeptical. kind of see other people getting it, see lots of people saying, yeah, I got it. And it's totally fine. Like I had a sore arm for a couple of days and now um, now I'm legally allowed to leave the house. Like, honestly, I don't know exactly when that's going to happen. It's probably still going to be a while because we really only have preliminary test data from vaccines, but very, very 
uh, excited to see this process start. Um, yeah, there is this thing, like I said before, um, now that we're into implementation details, now that we've actually got like basically now the shots are going into people's arms, um, we're really into the very, very fine details. And I don't think a lot of people, I certainly didn't expect some of what we're seeing. For example, um, we found out last week that the vaccine's only going to be approved. I think it's for kids 12 and up. And so small, small children are not going to be approved to get the vaccine right away, um, which like it does make sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but it's a little jarring to be like, OK, we were all like, OK, we're going to get it. Um, our whole family is going to get it. We're going to be good. We have a two month old, but I think obviously wouldn't get it right away because um, Julia would get it and he'd be protected by her breast milk. And um, Evie can get it because she's two now, two and a half. Um, but kids are not going to be approved to get it right away. That that will obviously come with more more clinical data. Um, we obviously give it to people who we think can tolerate. We give vaccines to people who can tolerate these diseases more. Um, if we do find out that um, basically, yeah, because kids don't get particularly super sick with this, um, their main the main issue with kids kind of not being in quarantine and being um, all just running around all over the place getting viruses. Uh, is that they can give it to their old elderly or just older people to live around them. So if if people who are, you know, 12 plus and, and especially like 55, 65 plus um, are all able to get vaccinated, then maybe kids don't need it right away. And if and if kids are getting covid, but adults like they're not transmitting it to adults because the adults are protected, maybe it's fine. Maybe we can start opening things up. I don't think we would start fully opening up the economy again until that actually the numbers, the case numbers actually start to drop. We don't really know with this vaccine or any of the vaccines if getting the vaccine means you can't transmit the virus. Like if if I'm vaccinated, but I go and talk to person A and they're positive and they get COVID all over me and then I, you know, obviously I wash my hands and all that. Um, but if they infect me, even though I'm um, immune, um, if I have antibodies and all that, does that immunity mean that I am not contagious or that I'm not able to pass the virus from one person to another, even if I don't get sick from it? Um, we don't know that yet, and it's going to be interesting. Um, but the other thing is that we also found out that, again, because of risk assessment and all that stuff, um, pregnant and breastfeeding women also don't have it approved for emergency use. Because this is such a like brand new thing, we've never even had mRNA vaccines. Um, it makes sense they wouldn't approve it again because this is like it's higher risk than no risk or higher risk than extremely low but emergency risk. And... So my wife's not going to be able to get the vaccine right away because obviously breastfeeding our son is more important than um, rejoining society a little bit earlier. Hopefully by the time like, you know, spring rolls around, we'll have a few months of experience with this. Um, they'll be able to approve kids because it's not like it's not like kids can't get this vaccine. It's just not approved yet. And the only thing that's going to help it get approved is seeing how it goes uh, in larger vaccine distribution. And so presumably by the time we're able to get this more easily, these kinds of approvals will have come through. We'll be able to have proven that it's safe, proven that it's effective. Um, but it, that does mean that out of the four of us, I'm the only person being somebody who's not breastfeeding and not a child uh, that actually can get the vaccine right away, which I find uh, quite interesting. Um, obviously, the other people in our bubble, Julia's parents, um, they can obviously get the vaccine too. And, and honestly, they're the most yeah, important to protect out of all of us. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 just a fascinating time to live in, um, not to mention that this is like the Pfizer vaccine is only one of several vaccines that are all coming in the pipeline. 
Um, it feels like right, right, right now things are moving slowly because we're only getting a few thousand doses at a time. Um, production's obviously still ramping up, but um, it's honestly like a very quick matter of time until there are plenty of vaccines for everybody who wants them in Canada. Um, they're basically saying that by by the end of next year, every single person should be vaccinated. I think it honestly could move faster than that because um, there's going to be a significant number of people that don't get it right away. And we'll only get it after maybe even six months of people actually um, of people actually having gotten it and been fine. Um, there's a lot of vaccine skepticism around right now. And um, so it could be that anybody who wants to get a vaccine can get one in the next three to six months. Honestly, it depends how many people are hesitant to get it. Um, and obviously Canada bought there's a big news story. Canada bought just a bunch of doses of vaccine like we have 38 million people in the country, which means 76 million uh, doses are necessary. We've bought like hundreds of millions. But the plan, as far as I understand it, is to basically start sending doses of the vaccine to other countries that need it um, and aren't able to afford it as easily. Easily, It's not like Canada's buying up and hoarding this vaccine. Um, Canada is being extraordinarily benevolent with, um, with overbuying the vaccine in order to donate to other countries. So that's really awesome to see. So we don't have a ton of other news about the vaccine, but I did want to spend a little time talking about a couple of other things that happened this week, and especially weirdly that happened either yesterday or actually literally this morning um, after midnight. And um, so we'll talk about those in a little bit. And the first thing that I wanted to say is yesterday, Disney made a giant new announcement. They had like this investor day, which is seems like the the like nerd version, the like business nerd version of D23. Um, but basically what it meant is like D23 is this big conference and I guess they didn't want to do it, but I don't know if this is actually the time of year they would announce new projects or, or new details about ongoing projects that are um, that we've already heard some things about. But basically, Disney announced um, a ton, a ton of new projects or new like details about projects for all of their properties. And it make it really makes you see seeing all these in one thing. Um, really puts into perspective just how big Disney is. It's massive. And they have all these like really well-known characters and really well-known directors, really well-known filmmakers. They just have so much intellectual property and so much like intelligence in entertainment that it's just amazing to see all in one big thing. Basically, all they announced was the next like three years of projects but it's just such a massive list and i just wanted to go through some of my the highlights that i saw um, for me personally so the tweet here at the very top of the list i'll maybe i'll include a link to this um this twitter story that just had like a, a break a rundown of all the news um so basically this one says over the next few years roughly 10 marvel series 10 star wars series 15 Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar series. So these are all TV series. Um, plus 15 all new Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar features. Those would be the movies. Um, will be released directly on Disney+. Plus. So that's 35 um, series TV um, and 15 movies in the next few years. Like, it, honestly, it seems like the next three to four most. Like, it's just this massive, massive list. It's crazy. Um, so the very the top of the list here. Um, is Star Wars series. There's just so, so many of them. I think they said 10 new Star Wars series. It's crazy. Um, at least a few of them talk like are direct spin-offs of The Mandalorian and it's huge, massive success. So some of the characters in Mandalorian are getting um, their own series. 
I'm not super excited about the new Star Wars stuff, but it's cool that there's just so, so, so much. Um, there's specifically a movie or no, a series, I guess. They're calling it an event series. I don't know what that means. It says they're still in early stages of developing, but um, a, a story called Lando, which obviously is Lando Calrissian and is presumably played by Donald Glover, which is really going to be cool. I'd, I haven't actually seen Solo. Um, I don't know when I will. I suppose I could watch it any time. I've got Disney Plus. Um, but uh, that's going to be really cool to see. It's great to see um, them expanding the Star Wars universe in film and in uh, TV series. There's also honestly the one I'm most excited about is um, a new Star Wars movie with Taika Waititi. And I think that one's like really far away. Basically, all they said is he's working on something. Um, but that's I will watch a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie like he's he's just great. Um, Thor, <laughs> the, the Thor movie, um, Ragnarok was just so fun and so great and he's good in everything i haven't actually seen um like his earlier movies i haven't even seen jojo rabbit but um he's just such a talented filmmaker and like so good with comedy and um entertainment it's great um this massive news that i don't really care that much about but that hayden christian christensen is reprising his role as darth vader so he was anakin skywalker um right up until the very end or the beginning of i guess his transformation into darth vader um so making a a new series called Obi-Wan Kenobi with Ewan McGregor, which is going to be really cool because I think basically that relationship was kind of the only good thing about the prequels. The only thing that people kind of my age got out of the prequels. Again, I'm not really a Star Wars person, um, but I'll probably watch that just because I like Ewan McGregor and I thought Hayden Christensen was good as Anakin. So I, don't, I think it goes fine. Um, but a lot of people are really, really excited about that. Um, yeah, so the next thing, there's a bunch of Marvel properties, just so many. And since Mar um, since Disney bought 20th Century Fox, uh, there's just a bunch more intellectual property that Disney has access to under the Marvel Studios banner. And so, the, like, obviously, big news that Chadwick Boseman died this year. Um, they announced that Black Panther 2 will not recast his character. Um, instead, it's going to explore other aspects of Wakanda. And there's not much detail other than that. But presumably that means the characters we already know, Nakia, Shuri, um, all of them are going to get explored more. Hopefully that means that M'Baku is back because he is such a great character. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see how that um, turns out. Obviously, the thing that I'm most excited about, I think in this entire announcement um, is just more information and like we're getting closer to the release date of WandaVision. I'm so excited to see this WandaVision show. And I think it's going to come out. It's, it starts streaming on um, January 15th of next year. And I I honestly, I'm like, <laughs> I think this is going to be a weekly show. I think this is going to be like, I don't really watch TV shows like that. But I honestly think I'm watching this like this is going to be I'm watching every episode on release day. Uh, it's going to be such an interesting show. Everything I've heard about it, all the interviews and stuff uh, they did in front of like a live audience. And there's so many different TV eras. I'm really excited for how that show's going to go. Um, yeah, a bunch of series that we already knew about basically giving new teasers or pieces or um, um, filming. So like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think, is done filming or almost done filming. They've given a release date now. So March 19th, um, Loki, which is a new original series, um, is coming in May. Uh, that's super exciting. I heard they just wrapped filming. I, I've been wondering how they were going to do Loki for a while. And this is just like. It's going to be a really cool series. It's another one that I think I'll probably I might not watch on day one, depending on how busy I am, depending on what else is going on. But honestly, it, it looks really good and it looks fun. So um, 
It's very exciting. Um, probably the biggest n- news that we knew was coming, but like to, it's good to finally see it, is that Marvel Studios is actually making a Fantastic Four movie. Now, again, now that they have the intellectual property rights, uh, that's going to be cool. I didn't... Th- the Fantastic Four movies that came out with... Um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember their names. Um, Jessica Alba is the one that I remember. Chris Evans obviously was the Human Torch. Um, but it, it was so long ago. It feels like one of those movies that I would love that I loved as a kid, like when it first came out and I watched it, I liked it. Like I didn't get that it was bad, but um, honestly, it's probably one of those movies that wouldn't hold up. Like for example, when I watched Daredevil, the movie with um, Ben Affleck, I liked it as a kid. And then I rewatched it or rewatched the first like 20 minutes, half an hour of it as an adult, like in my early twenties. And I was like, no, this is just bad and turned it off. Um, I suspect the those Fantastic Four movies would be that. And I didn't even watch Fan Four Stick, which was the newest um, kind of reboot of it. Um, but this like I'm I'm pretty excited about what Marvel Studios can do with Fantastic Four um, property. So interested to see how that goes. That's obviously going to be a while. They've just attached the director to it. That's all we know at this point. Um, but yeah, there's so many new projects coming and I'm excited for all of them. I'm really excited. So they announced Miss um, Marvel. We obviously knew it was coming. Um, late 2021 is the current timing of it. And then Captain Marvel 2 is also announced with Miss um, Marvel joining that cast for that movie. Um, yeah, really cool. Lots of lots of Marvel series. And seems like some of them are, are animated. Some of them are live action. It's going to be really cool. Um, they're making a bunch of sequels, um, which is I, like either sequels are kind of reimaginings, I guess. Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how these play out. So things like Hocus Pocus 2, was anybody asking for more Hocus Pocus? I don't know. I think it's just going to be the three witches telling a different story. I have no idea. Obviously those three characters are still around making, uh, entertainment. Um, there's a new Mighty Ducks movie with Emilio Estevez, which I just think is so funny. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's basically sounds like it's a series picking up where the movies left off. Um, intrigued to see how they go with that. That seems like these properties came out a really long time ago, but they're going to keep going with new stuff. Um, they're also remaking Three Men and a Baby, which I don't think is new news. Um, but honestly, go for it. Like, um, I'm sure it's going to be fine. They're redoing. So there's more live action Disney remakes. Apparently, uh, well, we've already heard that um, that Little Mermaid is coming out in live action. But we also there's a new um, live action retelling of Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks. I'm assuming Tom Hanks has to be starring as Pinocchio. Um I mean, I will definitely watch that. <laughs> Tom Hanks' Pinocchio is, sounds amazing and uh, and really great. Other things, so lots of, other, along with all that stuff, lots of other nostalgia. So they're making a third sister act um, with Whoopi Goldberg in it and Tyler Perry producing. That's going to be cool to see. Um, I always like seeing when, you know, it's, it's such a new thing in our, in the North American culture to see um, movies celebrating black culture and black people being made by black people. And so I'm really I'm really happy to see that um, they're making a new uh, sequel to the film Enchanted, which I have not seen. If I've seen it, it's only like snippets, but um, that's obviously going to be massively nostalgic for a lot of people. And honestly, the thing that I think I'm most excited about having a having a small child, even though this is coming in 2022 and 23, um, Disney Animation is making um, original animated series that are coming to Disney Plus. Um, so movies based on the universes of uh, TV series based on the, the movies Zootopia, uh, Big Hero 6, Princess and the Frog and um, Moana. So like, my daughter loves Moana and she's going to be like she's going to be like five by the time these actually come out. But her watching 
um, this Moana and Tiana series are going to be, she's just going to love them. I can already tell. I don't even, I don't even care. Like I trust Disney so much that um, it's going to be so, so awesome um, to see those animated series. And the last piece of news here in this thread, which again, I will link to um, because I've been talking about it for so long, um, is in June. So June 17th, 2022, this seems like a, a big thing to put a day on <laughs> so far into the future, considering the unknown of the world. Um, but they're telling the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans, just a movie called Lightyear. And I think that's just so funny. And it's probably going to be so good. Um, yeah. And he, um, Chris Evans joked on Twitter yesterday. I saw that. Um, yeah, it's based. It's not based on Buzz Lightyear, the toy. He made the joke that it's based on um, the character Buzz Lightyear is based on, which I think is just a great joke. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not cynical at all. I'm basically still a kid when it comes to this stuff. So um, I found that so funny and, and I'm excited to see this, this movie. Um, that's it for the Disney news. Um, Disney and all the plus, 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 plus. That's what Disney Plus really stands for. It stands for all the other properties that Disney owns now. And it's just making uh, all kinds of media about. Um, and the last thing I'll mention, just very briefly, because this, like I said, these episodes are going to be longer because they're once a week, but this is this is getting real long, um, is that yesterday we heard or we found out that Taylor Swift was releasing another album, her ninth studio album, just months after um, releasing her last album, Folklore, which was also made. And this is basically this is basically like a double album, except on a weird time scale because of covid. Um, basically, once they wrote the first album, they just didn't stop and kept writing or like we're writing them in parallel. Um, the creators, mostly Taylor Swift, but also um, Jack Antonoff and Aaron Dessner from The National um, also just put out this. I made an episode about it a while ago when it first came out. But the, um, these Long Pond studio sessions, so these studio sessions recorded in I think it was New York State. Um, that was like less than a month ago. And here we are with another new album with lyric videos, with a music video like this woman is literally just nonstop. She is literally the modern day Hamilton um, from the musical, not from the historical um, actual reality, because obviously that guy had some um, as did most people that guy had some issues. Um, but basically, the album dropped at midnight today. So it dropped about seven hours ago as I record this. And I listened to about two thirds of it this morning before recording this and i mean the album is great if it's not um it's very much in the same vein as folklore in that it's kind of it's not really poppy pop it's not country but it's kind of all of it it's like there's some country songs in there there's some there's some pop songs in there there's some just kind of more folky um easy listening type songs but honestly that's the kind of album like <laughs> 2020 has been such a weird year for all of us um basically the only music that i listened to the entire year is kids music because I have a two and a half year old who loves listening to music and just asking me to play everything and the Taylor Swift album. So now I have I've doubled my adult music catalog for the year, which is uh, which is really great. And I'm looking forward to diving more into the album. Perhaps in a future episode, I'll do a, a deeper review of the songs once I've listened to them more than once and, and once I've actually listened to all of them. But um, yeah, a lot of people are, are have been listening throughout the night and I kind of picked up on that this morning um, just to say that, yeah, the album, like she's a great lyricist. She's a great songwriter. They obviously put their hearts and souls into this album and just like folklore. And um, yeah, really excited to listen to more of it and listen to it more. I don't have a ton else to say this week, 
But um, thank you very much for listening. And thank you for sticking around for this longer bumper episode of season two. I'm looking forward to this weekly thing. I'm getting energized. I actually woke up like an hour early just to, well, not just to, I woke up and I was like, hey, I'm not really tired. It's an hour earlier than I usually wake up. Let's just go and get this recorded. I'm excited to start season two. So thank you very much for listening. And I'll be back next week with another one. Bye. Bye.